This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Hello, you're with The Last Resorts. My name is Tanner Nebo, and I'm a mechanical engineer at Trine University. I am with my buddies Jake, Andrew, and Ryan, all part of my group of The Last Resorts, and we're here to talk about our final year project about, na- well, not natural gas, about why we should be changing to a new alternative fuel, and we believe natural gas is that new alternative fuel. So would you, what do you boys think about uh, fossil fuel? So I'm here to talk about gasoline and how it is bad for the environment, a lot worse than hydrogen and natural gas. Would you like to introduce yourself real quick? No. His name is Ryan, so here we go. Our boy Ryan's about to talk about fossil fuels. Come on. All right, so gasoline emits around 20 pounds of carbon dioxide per gallon of gas, which is horrible for the environment and causes a lot of global warming. Also, gasoline is very more expensive than hydrogen and natural gas. So just to help them out a bit, uh, gasoline is more expensive right now due to a bunch of political stuff that we won't talk about. But gasoline right now is on the up in, in price and it produces a bunch of greenhouse gas, right? Is that right, Ryan? Yes, yes. that is correct. And greenhouse gas does what to the environment? bad for the environment. The greenhouse gases create a layer of carbon monoxide and other sorts of greenhouse gas around the atmosphere and as the, the heat from the sun enters the atmosphere the it gets trapped inside like a blanket and then just kind of reflects off like things like water, ice. And that ladies and gentlemen is global warming. So, so it traps in a bunch of energy from the sun for no reason. Yes. Okay. So that that's what that's why we don't like CO two. We that's why we don't like our cars producing CO two. Is that right, Ryan? Exactly. Okay. CO. So right now the current solution for fossil fuels is EVs, but right now EVs we believe aren't the real solution. And to tell us why they're not the real solution is our boy Andrew. Hi, I'm Andrew. Uh, so electric vehicles are much cleaner than our current gasoline vehicles but they still have quite a few problems with them. And I'm here to talk to you a little bit about that. Um, so from the you know, first glance, uh, electric vehicles look much like the, like the clear-cut answer um, because they give off zero carbon emissions. Yeah, zero carbon emission. What's wrong with them? Um, well, the battery. Uh, when we manufacture the battery, it, uh, that's where most of the carbon footprint comes from. Well, like the battery in my phone? Like, it, this doesn't produce anything. Uh, no, the uh, lithium-ion battery that is placed in, I believe, all electric vehicles as of right now. Um, and then it's also, those are also terrible for the environment after they are done being used in electric vehicles because we currently have no way to get rid of, destroy, however you want to word it, um, after they're done being used in electric vehicles. Yeah, I've, I've also seen some electric cars crash and some of them catch fire for multiple days. Is that correct? That is correct. They are not easy to clean up after after a vehicle accident. Yeah, because the fire just uh, moves from cell to cell, ca- catching burning and all that. Well, catching burning for a few days and c- 
just setting itself ablaze and firefighters aren't safe and risking lives and all that. Yeah. And plus, we none of, I don't think any of us will allow Tesla to drive it themselves. If you... Well, okay, Ryan might. He, he's kind of insane. Would you would you trust a Tesla to drive you? Yes. Yes, indeed. That'd be nice. I can't lie. I wouldn't. No, I like driving my car. But uh, stop getting off top. For me to stop getting off topic here. So EVs are ter- EVs are bad for the environment because of the trans- because of the batteries in them and how we might how we mine them and. And I'm guessing the disposal of it because the, yeah, we have no clean way to dispose them. They kind of or just sit around and... They, they sit around and pollute. Yep. And also, with the grid, we would have to produce more electricity, which is f- from fossil fuels, which would not help. So. Wait, what, what about wind and solar power? Well, that is not usually used to make electricity as much. It doesn't account for a high percentage of what the United States... Uses to produce our electricity. Yes. So we don't have enough access of energy to support electric vehicles right now. Yep. For our, uh, for every American household to have an electric vehicle. We have enough electricity. It would just not be a clean replacement it, as it, we use like coal um, is our main source. Be of coal nuclear. Actually, nuclear is getting cleaner right now, but yeah. still, it's still a bad. Uh, I it, believe coal makes up for most of the United States yeah. electrical yes, grid, does. which is also not as clean as some of the alternatives that we'll talk about yeah. here. So since Andrew brought it up, one of the alternatives that we f- we thought would, would be a good solution would be hydrogen vehicles, which they're completely clean. As, as the research we saw, they're completely clean. Pretty much their only byproduct of them driving around is water because they just, how it works is the... It, H2 combines with oxygen and that creates the power just to dumb it down for people. And that drives around and there's a, I'm pretty sure there's a hydrogen bus company in, in uh, England or the EU that drives around as a successful bus company because all they have to do is put H2 in there and they serve water for every, all the passengers. We do, I'm, this was one of our final solutions that we were debating on being the end-all solution for uh, uh, our transportation fuels and all that. But the reason we didn't choose it is because we have no real way to mass-produce uh, hydrogen gas for vehicles. We have the infrastructure, or infrastructure, if I, if I can speak English, infrastructure for... Uh, delivering and containing it, but if we all switch to hydrogen now, there will be no real way to support making that much hydrogen fuel for cars. Yeah, that and they kind of sound kind of dopey. Have you ever heard a hydrogen car? No, I've not heard. Of I'm pretty sure. Um, I think Audi changed one of their R8s to a hydrogen car, and it sounds like the bubble mobile from SpongeBob. I'm not that kidding. Anything to add about hydrogen vehicles, Jake? Other than the hydrogen itself is not mass producible, not really. And wait, if I remember correctly, isn't hydrogen gas kind of flammable as well? Hydrogen gas is extremely flammable. Okay, so then yes. it's kind of dangerous as well. Could because hydrogen tanks could get under immense pressure and blow up probably. And so, that would be yeah. very bad. Okay, so 
Now I'll move this over to Jake to tell us about our what we believe is the most feasible solution to help end or not end, but help with the problem of global warming that encompasses our transportation situation. Okay, so we think natural gas is going to be the best solution to help with the global warming problem from our trans transportation. Um, the first reason is it's cheaper. It's about $2.50 GGE, which basically just means for $2.50, you're going to get the same amount of mileage out of um, natural gas as you will um, a gallon of gas. A gallon of gas. Um, it's easier to produce. It's one of the. Uh, it's pretty abundant. Is it renew? Is it renewable? It is a very renewable resource, and there's little to no greenhouse gas emissions. It's about eighty percent more efficient than um, crude oil. The type of natural gas that we would be using in our car is called compressed natural natural gas (CNG), and it works much like a gasoline-powered engine would work. So Except wait. the tank in the car is going to be more cylindrical rather than a like like cube kind of shape. Does that mean we can convert our gas cars? Yes, it means we can convert our gas cars very easily into natural gas. But the, and, we uh, and we already have the in, like the infrastructure in place. We just need to implement it. We just so we like gas stations can get changed to natural gas stations extremely easily. So do we have to change the pumps at all, or? Is it because I, I think I, I think I know the tanks can stay the same, but do the pumps have to change? Yeah, the pumps do have to change to or to uh, move gas instead of the um, liquid. Liquid like we currently use for gasoline. Okay. Is there any real world uh, uh, vehicles like the hydrogen buses in the EU for natural gas, or is there still like a bunch of concept cars that have uh, yet to be mass produced? There, there is vehicles. For natural gas. Across the United States, as I know it, there is around 30,000 natural gas vehicles. Are they mass-produced cars or just uh, converted cars that, at random shops? Due to the lack of infrastructure we currently have right now for natural gas, they are more, um, you order one and you get it. It's like, by, they're made by order, so they're actually right now extremely expensive, and there's only about 2,000, roughly, natural gas stations in the United States. But that number can grow exponentially. When, if we decide to convert to natural gas, as we said earlier, you can pretty easily switch a gasoline gas station into a natural gas gas station. Is there like a price range for converting a gas car to natural gas where it just varies on the car? Um, it does vary on the car, I believe. So your lowest price point for some cars would be $1,000, and it can range all the way up to 15000 but most sit in the middle from around five dollars to $8,000 for conversion, which does sound like a lot, but... But you'd be saving about $2.50 a gallon, right? Yes. So that so you'll earn money in the long run. Or you'll save money in the long run, I should, yeah. Say. Yeah. I should say. Yeah, you will save money in the long run. Anything else you guys would like to add about natural gas? Or did we say everything we wanted to say? I think we got everything covered. Okay. Just about. Well, I'm Tanner Nebone from Last Resort. We're going to sign off. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.